Meow, meow, buddy. Meow, meow. God, that was creepy. That was really weird. We can edit that out. No, we're not. (laughs) Maybe we won't. and welcome to episode 10 of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than trying to buy a freaking house in the shitty Seattle housing market. I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. So, yeah, uh, we're trying to move out of this apartment and I hate it here as far as moving. It's, they're looking for a house. Like back in Maryland, when I bought my place, it took us like two months to do everything. Here, you basically have a week. Like the moment you, from the moment you see the house to the moment that the offer gets done, you have a week. Yeah. And it's just, it sucks. Tell us, tell us how you really feel. I'm pissed. (laughs) Just competitive market, expensive market. Yeah. Looking forward to spending all your money, Josh? Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's, it's, I'll probably be paying double for what I paid in Maryland for my house. I don't think, I don't think you need to move at all. You live in a really cool spot with that awesome coffee place <laughs> right across the street. I know. I, I like where I live. I just, I know the wife wants more room and some things like, and things like that. So yeah, it's kind of, it How is dare kind of she? She's I know. so yeah. unreasonable. That woman, she wants to get, she needs more places to escape from me. Honestly, uh, don't know what you see in her, Josh. <laughs> oh, dude. <sighs> <laughs> I'll make sure she listens to this episode. <laughs> Uh, on the plus side, though, speaking of this episode, this is our 10th episode. Woo! Congratulations. Rather be playing. Woo! Okay, I'm proud I'm, of you guys. So, so we're, oh, okay. we're, we're, we're done now, right? This is it? This is our last one? This is <laughs> a huge milestone. <laughs> 10 and done. Isn't that the yeah. phrase? You, you either uh, die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So, <laughs> I think we should quit. That happened in episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> And that's right. It turned out Josh was the villain. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the Pretty most f- photograph or photograph telephoned, telegraphed, <laughs> telegraphed <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> the joke is done. <laughs> oh God! So guys, I mean, let's. I think we should just jump right into it. So what? What do we got today, Stevo? Oh, Stevo, uh, you got name dropped in another podcast. Speaking of <laughs> by who, by where, when, how did this happen? Uh, the pod nerdy to me podcast. Uh, Mike dropped your name and I was like, hey, he also dropped um, Joanna because it was her birthday. So I felt like we should probably say happy birthday, Joanna. Oh, yeah, and, that's uh, right. Happy birthday, Joanna. So so he doesn't get to share this uh, podcast with your friends. <laughs> all of them. And then he mentioned you at some point. I was like, oh, man, he called you friend of the show. So I guess Mike's friend of the show here too. Of course, of course he is. Friend of the show. Yeah, (laughs) good times. It was good. Good episode. Uh, Spoiler alert: Don't watch the uh, Inhumans. It sounds awful. (laughs) Is it a TV show or a movie? Yeah, it's a it's a Marvel Marvel. thing. Yeah, Um, I'm all marvelled out. The Avengers was enough. It was just a a headache, and we watched it. Do you remember we went to see it in 3D as well? The first one? Yeah. Do you remember the, the Avengers? The the yeah, one yeah. that was actually called the Avengers? 
Yeah, the, yeah. The, well, that, that one was the good one. The, the second one was uh, bad. Uh, good. Uh, anyway, it was it was uh, all that I needed to give up on Marvel. <laughs> you uh. literally just cost us like three subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate everything. Everything. <laughs> I still haven't watched the Avengers, so I'm way behind. Wow. I think the last Marvel. I mean, I, I enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. But other than that, I think yeah. the last like main Marvel movie I watched was yeah. uh, Iron Man Two. <laughs> okay, I take oh, it back. Yeah. Didn't Guardians of the Galaxy come out after Avengers? Yeah, and it was awesome. I tell you what, the difference a soundtrack, a movie soundtrack, makes such a difference. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It's true. Yeah, it's true. But uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed a couple. I enjoyed Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but I haven't really followed up. And I heard I Defenders was those. okay. So. Those two were great. Um, I heard Iron Fist was boring as hell, and I heard Daredevil was good. I just, I, I'm still kind of, the, the taste is still sour in my mouth from those shitty Ben Affleck movies. <laughs> you, you see what we're doing here is we're taking over Pod Nerdy's demographic <laughs> here. <laughs> That's what they get for being nice to us. That's what we do. Be nice to us. We'll eat your lunch. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Back to games. Back to games. So, Steve-O, you, you, you convinced us all to buy a, a certain thing this this past week. Well, I kind of I mentioned that I had pre-ordered it and that it arrived. Uh, yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Destiny uh, Two. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, a much lauded uh, book by Jason Schreier of uh, Kotaku uh, fame. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing book. Uh, it's yeah. About game development and uh how a lot of different teams work and okay i'll be honest i've only read a few chapters but it's been pretty fucking riveting so far i've been really impressed with it how far are you guys in it Uh, i I hopped around a bit i read the intro and then read like five of the chapters because they're not really in any sort of linear order you can just kind of pick and choose how you read them so i've i've get that impression but i feel like there's going to be kind of a cohesion like a theme that slowly builds, but I don't know, maybe not. Well, I think so no, far, sure. yeah, so far from what I'm gathering is that it's there. It's all these different, it's 10 different games and they all have different reasons why their development was kind of funky or, you know, b- yeah. bordering on failure until, you know, or, or failing in, in the case of like Star Wars 1313. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of just different lessons learned for each one. Yeah. Which ones yeah. did you check out that we didn't just... So I did. I read up on Stardew Valley, Diablo Three, The Witcher Three, uh, Destiny, and I think uh, was Shovel Destiny, Knight. Shovel Knight. Had he already released Destiny as an article, or or did I imagine that the Destiny chapter? Oh, I have no Some idea. Some of it sounded familiar. I haven't read the Destiny chapter, but there was one part that I felt like I might have read before, but maybe it was like just an excerpt when he was trying to sell the book. Yeah. Maybe. I, I can't wait to read the Shovel Knight one as well. What an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, I'm looking forward and to that one. I mean, it, it's a really small studio as well, is it, Josh? Yeah, Yacht Club. Well, I mean, yeah. I, they're, they're, I think they're bigger now, but like at the time, they only had like five people. That's so, so cool. I sort of jumped around a little bit. Just like I read the first page or so of a couple of them, including the Shovel Knight ones, and like just like where they came from. And I didn't realize that they were from a, a different studio. Yeah, they're from I, uh, way forward. Yeah, so I was like, man... All these different chapters and different uh, game studios and companies have these origins that I'm unfamiliar with. And like, I know them so well and I like them so much. And like, I like WayForward games. And, and I don't know. Like, what have WayForward done? 
They do a bunch um, of like licensed games. Uh, but not just that. They did they so they do the Shantae series, oh, uh, which yeah. is like a a platformer, and they do oh. the, the the mighty switch force games. Uh, they're kind of like puzzle platformers, actually. Right. That's exactly what they are. And um I they're a really good diversion to just like pick up and play and yeah uh, it kind of jumps about between all different sizes of teams as well like yeah in the, in the first few the first one was uh pillars of eternity which was obsidian games which uh does a lot of work for uh larger publishers so they they tend to get contracts don't they to build yeah. different games that's, and that's they, their bread and butter yeah they do do they do a lot of licensed games or like with I mean, south park one it, of your, I mean, oh wait, who? Oh, Which yeah. who? Obsidian. Uh, Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian. Uh, not. I think they do a couple, but I think a lot of their stuff is, you know, the things like, uh, um, the hell RPGs. Uh, yeah, RPGs like the, the Pillars games, things like that. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was a kind of interesting story because you don't often hear about those kind of developers. You know, they kind of like go unnoticed, like working behind the scenes, building things, and then the publisher gets the credit or you know yeah in terms of the south park game which is one of the big ones that they released recently like you think of south park you don't necessarily think of obsidian games no. you think oh, of right. matt, i know yeah matt and trey or whatever you call them uh but matt, but, matt and trey but it was an awesome game yeah uh it was hilarious and it was uh what was it turn-based rpg and yeah was was pillars of eternity turn-based as well it's a real time. It's real time with pause, which is like the Baldur's Gate type games. Which That's right. so basically, like you you set up your characters to do whatever, and they just kind of keep going. But you can pause the action at any time to input commands. Yep. But the idea that that came out of like a, a basically a failed contract that they had for Microsoft, and it was in the wake of the uh, the very famous uh, Kickstarter for Broken Age. Yeah, uh, that Double Fine did yeah. and made yeah. millions of dollars way quicker and way more than they were expecting. So uh, it took a bit of uh, convincing, but some guys at Obsidian managed to do the same. And you know, obviously, you got to read the book to see how it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really interesting. Like, spoiler: that's the game came out. <laughs> so I I had no idea that Obsidian did Pillars of Eternity. I didn't know they were still working. I thought that. I don't know. I assume that they're working on the next like Fallout New Vegas kind of thing to Fallout 4 and yeah. I noted that it's Stick of Truth. It's just like, you know, and I know about them. I know who they are. I know they're from Black Isle and they and the, the team that made up Black Isle and Obsidian were part of the team that worked on the original two Fallout games and right. it's like they have this huge history and I didn't know that they were doing stuff like South Park and uh anything else really and that especially not that they were behind a kickstarter game i thought for sure they'd have no trouble getting the funding that they needed for anything they wanted but well the part of part of that reason why they were kickstarted was the the genre is yeah old as hell i mean well not old as hell but i mean it's it hasn't really been explored much outside of the old D styled games so i mean it's and it just shows how out of touch publishers are and focus groups are like you know you're waiting for these people to tell you to that you can do something and then they tell you how to do it and then it turns out this bastardized version of what you wanted to do i mean video games is art you can't really make art under those conditions right and here you have kickstarter it was such a glowing uh i mean and i know kickstarter doesn't always work out that well but it was a really 
cool uh, case for Kickstarter. That yeah, I and that's the thing. Made. Like Kickstarter, when it's done right, it's so amazing. Unfortunately, since those days, since uh, you know Double Fine Adventure and since Pillars of Eternity, like we've basically heard about so many bad stories yeah. about Kickstarter. People taking a lot of money, not necessarily not releasing the product at all in some yeah. cases. Mm-hmm. Or releasing something half baked. Uh, the most obvious uh, example of that was uh, Josh. What's it called? Mega Man spiritual oh, uh, success. Oh, Mighty oh, Number Nine. Mighty Number Nine. Out, though. Yeah, which that was, was it came out, but it was absolute trash. I tried yeah. playing the first couple of levels, and it was soon after I had played Shovel Knight as well, and I was just like, "Oh God, get this out of my hands!" Yeah. I don't uh, play it. Shovel Knight, <laughs> which was another Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. uh, yep. And you have, so Bloodlines is still like the Castlevania kind of uh, retread. It's a Kickstarter game that's in development right now. Yeah. Um, and, but that one looks promising, but there's two that I'm waiting on that's, that are just in development hell. And it's like, I'm just kind of waiting to see how it happens. It's kind of turned into my entertainment for I kickstarted, I'm not getting. I kickstarted Divinity Original Sin 2, and that's coming out in two days. So I'm excited. Yeah. I've, I've all of the ones I've ever kickstarted have come out. All of them came out late, but there's two that haven't. So all but two, and one of them is Jeremy Soul's oh yeah music album. The it yeah. was like a ten dollar Kickstarter, and his music is pretty good. So I was yeah. like, why not? And he hasn't really been working on it. Yeah. I have no idea is, who that is. Hey, he does Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls. He's, he's ah. the composer. Yeah, he did, it was uh, Secret, Secret of Evermore. It's did he really? Yeah, he did. Shit, it's been around longer than I thought. <laughs> That's another one of those references Steve doesn't get. <laughs> Just look, is look, the, look. Is that on the classic, the Super Nintendo? No, it's not. Evermore? Just, no. no. Um, right. Anyway. anyway. Um, yeah, so I can't even remember what the other one is. It's Oh, it's the Matsuno turn-based oh. action, the turn-based RPG. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? <sighs> anyway. Yeah. doesn't need any more press right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to... Yeah, the well, less articles so, about them, the better. <laughs> so the, the, the chapter I was really excited to read about was Stardew Valley because it was yeah. made, it was made by one guy, and he actually lives yeah. here in Seattle, Eric Barone. I, I should go find him and buy him coffee and totally not stalk him. Um, Tell him to listen to our episode about him. <laughs> it, it no, doesn't but it doesn't sound like he's a particularly uh, you know uh, outgoing social dude, though. I'm not sure he would take you up on that coffee. Probably, probably not. <laughs> but yeah, it's just because. So the idea of wanting to make a game has been in my head for like years now. And I just, my, my, uh, I get distracted very easily. So it's kind of interesting to see like how he did it. He, like they were talking about like how he was very bad at, at adhering to a schedule. And so the thing kept, the thing kept growing and growing in scope. And, uh, and so and he got distracted too. And the way he did it was by distracting himself by working on other parts of the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so like. That's that's the secret. Like if I'm getting pissed off at this damn mines. I'm gonna go work on drawing a rock. You know? Yeah. So Instead like, of stopping to play a different game or watch a movie. Yeah. Josh, so. I actually thought about you a few times when we when I was yeah. reading this. You know, <laughs> I did. I, too. I thought about how uh, this is a man who's so single minded. He sits down and he actually builds something himself. Yeah. Whereas you're a man who's talked so much about making a game, but want other humans to make it for him. It's it's a complete <laughs> contrast. So is that is that is that a no, Steve? <laughs> that is a certain <laughs> no, Josh. But the question is, like, have you not thought about this as a, a way of doing it? Sitting down and oh no, know, def- definitely. Just it's just the build. There's just an 
entirely too much other crap I've got going on in my life yeah. that it's just it's yeah. not I, I I want to and I really should just discipline myself to do it. But then if you were to build yeah. something, would it be very narrative heavy or like gameplay? Like what would be your focus? I think well, I mean, I've got a couple ideas, but the first thing I'd do is probably something more gameplay focused, kind of like a, a game in the style of like Link to the Past. That's yep. sort of type game. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, some narrative, mostly focused on gameplay, though. But yeah. Yeah. So Star- Stardew Valley is another game that, well, it, not another game, but is a game that I have never played, never had any interest in. I was never interested in Harvest Moon, didn't know neither, anything neither about it. Neither was I. And yeah. the story blew me away to the point that I'm definitely getting the Switch port when that comes out because yeah. it just sounds so awesome. Like, let yeah, me pull up, let me pull up Steam really quick. Hold on, Mr. <laughs> Schreier, you've sold us at least two copies of Stardew Valley. I think well, I have put I've put 227 hours into the Steam version of Stardew no Valley. No way. And I also and I also have it on PlayStation Four. <laughs> Wow. And what was it $15? Because I heard it. So he released it on Steam for 15 bucks. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. did he, how much was it on, on the other consoles? Um, well, on consoles. It might've been 20. I think it, I think it might've been 20. I don't remember. And was it so, like a, a game of the year version kind of thing? Did it have anything new that? Not really. I just wanted to be able to play it on my couch. <laughs> Fair play. Are you going to get the switch? No. Port. No, I'm good now. Ah, you should. No, join us. It'll have multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, he promised multiplayer a long time ago. That one, that that thing's been taking a while to come out. But I think like with the Switch port is going to be the multiplayer. We'll finally get added on. As well. Right. But man, was- and the de- sorry, the deal he got from the publishers. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, it's like how do you how do you approach him with that? How do you not start like twenty five percent would have been a hell of a deal. Yeah, like. And control of the IP. Yeah. That's what insane. else have have Chucklefish released? Well, isn't that the name of them? Yeah. Um, he mentioned in the book that Eric Barone was excited to work with them because of another game they published, and I can't think of the title. Yeah. It it did sound kind of amazing though. Yeah. They, they he cited other publishers as potentially taking like sixty percent of the yeah of the gross or whatever. I mean, just hearing the Obsidian story with Microsoft and uh, I I think he just had the generic examples of publishers signing up with, or sorry, developers signing up with publishers and and then they control the IP, they control everything. And you're just like, you basically work for them and you make them a game. Yeah. Like, I kind of love just one of the little anecdotes from it that he was talking about when he needed a break. He just decided to like put it aside and build a little mobile game. Yeah, yeah. I, I just loved it. I loved it because the thing that he learned from building a little mobile game, while it had you know the effect that he was hoping, bit of distraction, ease the pressure a little bit. He was like, made me realize I don't want to be a mobile developer. Yeah. I hate it. And it's yeah. like, yes, make good games for good systems. You know. Yeah. So. All right. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, I think we'll come back to Blood, Sweat and Pixels during the next episode. We should both, all three of us have probably finished it by then. Yep. Um, yeah. We'll have a more in-depth. We'll take a, a closer look at some of the other chapters. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, ugh, the stories are also good. And we don't want to spend too much of a gaming podcast talking about a book as, mu- as much as it has to do with gaming. Uh, it, it was a really good book. But it would be interesting to anyone, I feel like. I, I 
I understand that, you know, obviously, like, I love it for so many reasons. I love it because uh, I love games, obviously. That's one of the reasons it's really interesting, because I know all these developers, because, you know, uh, I don't know the workings of it. But the other thing is, like, I build software myself. I, I work on databases and, you know, uh, writing code day to day. And to hear what other people go through, to hear that, you know, they have the same problems and go through the same stresses as I do, you know, while making games, it's like I can relate to it on a whole different level, you know, and yeah. hearing about his frustration and hearing about how, you know, he thought something would take a couple of months and then somebody would ask him. And once you get a couple of months into something, you realize it's going to take twice as long as you thought in the first place. And then once you get a half a year into it, you realize it's going to take twice as long again and you get a year into it. It just I, I could totally relate to it so much. It just well, well, I, I flew through it. For me, as with as like a project manager, my uh, my brain cried a little bit while reading all these things. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, um, it's highly recommended uh, if you have any interest at all. Not just games and how they're made, but just how teams come together to fucking and how and how people work as well. What drives yeah. people? That's what it was for me. Like, well, I guess we don't we shouldn't jump into the uncharted uh, chapter right now. But how different that situation is, yeah. you know, a big giant developer like Naughty Dog compared to one guy living in it, yeah. you know, just never leaving his house, basically building the thing. And just why each of the people do that, you know, what actually drives them, what their motivations are. It's such a, it's a fascinating insight into how people work, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't just been reading books. What else have we been up to, lads? Josh has been playing all the games in the he world. Played all. He, we're basically just going to, me and Elliot are going to shut up now and Josh is going to talk for another couple hours, aren't you, Josh? What have you been playing? What's going on? What's so, first on the list? So uh, I guess first one is pretty quick. Uh, I finished my Final Fantasy V four job Fiesta runs. Ah, fair Ooh. play, fair play. How'd, how'd it go? Uh, well, I mean, I finished them, so that works. Um, so I'm trying, let me look it up really quick. Um, they raised a good amount of money for Child's Play. Um let me see what the number, how much it was. And the charity goes to donating video game stuff to kids in hospitals. Yeah, that? yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's. It might be specifically kids in hospitals, but it's basically I think kids I think we need. actually saw them that they had a little uh, table at Pax, didn't they? I think it was the Child's Play guys did. Yeah, yeah. they were outside. Yeah, up, yeah. On top of the escalators. Um, but the the four job Fiesta raised twenty three thousand five hundred thirty eight bucks. Uh, the goal was twenty thousand, so it got a little bit over. Wow, but, uh, that's, awesome. that's they, fantastic. Yeah, they do Congrats. pretty well each year. It's growing steadily, I believe, each year year on year. Um, but, uh, well, to be fair, I've been playing Final Fantasy V for a few months now. I just actually finished them this week, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, was well, stuck on the la I was stuck on the final boss for like a month. Not really stuck, I just didn't really just finish it. And then finally I was like, oh crap, I need to knock this out before the end of September, or the end of August. But uh, the other game I I played and beat was a uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, oh my yeah, god! We I saw forgot you even had that. <laughs> Christ! I so, forgot about that. One. So it was it was great. I I thought it, again it was when I saw that E three trailer I was like what the fuck is this game? And then I was, yep. but I was like I, I need to have it because it it looks so this thing should not exist but it looks amazing and it was pretty damn good. Um, it ooh, looks awesome. Ooh. Oh, bag I'm sold on it. Bagsy, but. you send it to me. If you're all dumb with it, 100%. <laughs> I got to go back and 100% everything, so. <laughs> but, uh, try. I mean, I, I know Unless. you guys, I know you guys want to play it, so I won't spoil everything, but it's, 
it's it's very lighthearted. Uh, it's got some good strategy to it. I mean, a lot of it boils down to just kind of uh, each character kind of has a, a one a certain strength to each of their uh, abilities. Yeah. Like Mario's good. Kind of did you, you? I think you talked us through a little bit. What I really want to know is: is it actually fucking funny? Are the rabbits like? Did you enjoy it all the way through? Did they really grate on you? Like, was the story good, or was there much of a story? I mean, the story was pretty simplistic, but you know, there there's a rabbit that's got like this that gets this uh, uh, scientific device like attached to his head that combines things together with the things that he looks at, and so that's kind of how everything gets all screwed <laughs> up. Um, I kind of love that, and so that's kind of how everything gets all messed up, and then the. It's the Mario uh, or the Luigi rabbit and the peach rabbit show up and meet Mario and they go off to kind of stop that one rabbit. And the rabbit gets picked up by like Donkey Kong's kid uh, or not Donkey Kong, uh, Bowser's kid, Bowser Jr. Um, and Bowser Jr. just goes around, you know, getting causing chaos. Well, ba- Bowser's on vacation during this time. That's the whole that's like the running gag. And Bowser will keep calling up Bowser Jr. And telling him to like take out the trash and stuff like that. So like, <laughs> so it's it's pretty funny. It's got it's got its moments. The rabbits, honestly, I was surprised they didn't really get they didn't really get on my nerves. I'm really yeah. surprised. I was expecting it to be like minions level of just beating me over the head with stupid jokes. Yeah, but it was um, so in general, it was more just about it's level by level, kind of discreet and trying to get like the best the best ra- rating at it. Yeah, trying. You're trying to finish each match because there's, there's no reviving. So, like, you uh, to get the best rating in each match, you need to beat each level in a certain amount of turns, That's and right. also and with no one dying. Alive. So, um, and for the most part, I did those. I did. Uh, I got good ratings on all the story levels. The last boss is fucking hard. Let me tell you that though. Whoa, uh, that one's gonna be rough. Um, and then there's also challenges after you beat each world where you go back through the levels and there's like 10 different challenges. Some of them are like, you know, kill a certain amount of enemies, make it to the end, escort this dude or like, you know, uh, uh, what's another one they had? Uh, some of them are nuts, like kill eight enemies in one turn. So you got to oh. get you got to get really strategic with how Dang. you actually go about doing that. So it's there's actually some decent amount of strategy. Not all the characters are as useful as, as I'd like. Um, but and some Luigi, of, though. He's useful, right? He's stats there. Luigi, yeah, Luigi's like be useful. Luigi's like the sniper of the of the group. Yeah, uh, that's. The I guy. honestly didn't use him as much as I thought I would. <laughs> I used I a lot of the snipers close range were stuff. always like the most important thing in an X yeah. game. Well, the thing is, is like though, is he's the he still has like shit. He's the worst HP in the game. Um, and so like I have like I have like Mario or Rabid Mario Mario, which you have to have in your team at all times, regular Mario. Yeah, and smart. then I had uh, I can't remember if it was Rabid Yoshi or regular Yoshi, um, just kind of running around, getting next to people and blowing them up because it was just easier for them to tank than having to like strategically place Luigi somewhere on the map. Um, I just had to, to to I just had to think for a second when you said the words Rabid Mario because <laughs> it sounds like yes. <laughs> Mario got bit. Mario got bit by a raccoon, and, and this is rabid his. Luigi's like, "What the hell game and, is this?" And now he's gonna have to be put out of his misery. It's true, <laughs> but it was a lot. So, it was a lot of fun, though. I read a, on Reddit uh, a Mario fan theory, and I didn't pay too much attention because it sounded like it might have been spoilerish. But the theory goes that Princess Peach is Bowser Junior's mother. Thoughts? I don't care. That's a little creepy, no? Yeah. It's a little strange. But then again, There's a lot of crazy Mario fan theories coming out of the woodworks here. But it's and, also uh, on the level of like Sonic fan theories, which I could care less about. Couldn't care less about. Josh, what 
what was the most uh, amazing thing that happened in Mario and Rabbids? Like, what was the thing that while you were playing it, something happened? You were like, damn it, this game is amazing. Like, everyone I mean, it, should play this game. It just felt great in battles. So, like, uh, like for instance, so take, take that one challenge where you had to kill eight enemies in one turn. Um, the nice thing about this game over, say, like, XCOM and other tactical RPGs is that you do damage by moving, basically. So you have jumping and dashing through enemies, which yeah. adds on to the damage, which is, adds this whole new le- level of strategy to the game and so like i had to figure out a way to kill these eight eight guys there were 10 of them i only had to kill eight in like in one turn so i you figure out how how to how to dash through these guys run down this pipe make it to the other end of the map run that down another pipe come back around dash another guy uh position yoshi or whoever i had right just so and then do the same thing with rapid mario but this time you you get rabid Mario's position right in the middle of everybody. You use his skill that draws everybody around you or pulls everybody in. And then you use like his big fucking hammer to kill everybody. And so uh, it's, it's cool to be able to like run the entire way around the map in one turn because like pipes don't feed, don't count as movement really. Um, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just neat. I, I don't know. <laughs> just be, being able to just cause wanton destruction on an entire map. And what seems to be like this childish kid, like tactical RPG type game is just, hilarious to me yeah it sounds so good um it's gonna be on my list for the fall games probably i I feel like i'm gonna do a buy two get one with rabbits uh destiny (laughs) two and uh there's another one i'm waiting for but fuck so you know i should be paying playing backlogs speaking Um, of speaking of destiny two yeah that's a great segue thanks (laughs) uh yeah, so I jumped back into Destiny 2. I know I gave you guys a you lot of shit. jumped back into Well, like, bought I, I, I bought it, yes. So I honestly, the, I read a line in a review, and it might have been Kotaku, it might have been Polygon, I can't remember which one it was, but it basically said, it's Destiny 1 without all the bullshit. And I was like... Yeah, so, I've read that too. I was like, all right, I'm sold, because that, that was what... The reason I stopped playing Destiny originally was because was, it was after the Crota expansion, the Dark Below expansion. I'd never got to play the Taken King or that stuff, but it became almost like a job. And I was like, I don't want it to, to be like that. I don't and, understand, but it was always like that. <laughs> it was like so, that when, when we played through like the story of destiny one, yeah, we got, we got to the end and then, you know, you basically had to grind for hours and hours on end to be able to do the, the raids. Was it? Or the, yeah. Yeah. And then, so it was so a job there's, there's, at that point. What's the difference? So there's, but there's, but there's still a little bit of that, but it's the sense that the prog- you actually feel like you're progressing now. It's not like yeah. you're, you have these like discrete levels you have to hit. Like once you hit the, once you beat the story, you're basically kind of, you're still trying to get, you know, make your numbers more numberier. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of the <laughs> way loot games work. Yeah. yeah. The big thing was though, uh, running the routes, running the routes right. where you were just picking up like so yeah. pressing, pressing X or square yeah. or whatever on, on like, uh, plants and stuff and run around killing these same enemies over and over again and yeah. oh these enemies have spawned over here kill these all over like do you have so to far, do that thing again? So, so far I've noticed there's a lot less of that they still have things like public events that show up and the public events are those they're those like random events that show up on the map and yep. you can go work with people well, what's the majority of your time just being spent doing um so uh, doing a lot of PvP uh, doing a lot of the strikes which are those like they're not raids, but they're longer missions that you do Wait, with, PV, with people. PvP, PVE. Yeah. No, PvP is player versus player. You so you've been playing against each other? Yeah, there's like a deathmatch and control and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, just like the first. Oh, one. and you yeah. can level up by playing that. Yeah, 
Oh, that's cool. Okay, could you did that level you up in, <laughs> yeah. in the first one? Well, yeah, you can you earn gear. Well, actually, yeah, you would earn experience as well too. But you would you also earn gear at the end of the match too. Like, uh, you you have a chance to get good shit at the end of each of those too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so yeah, well, um, <laughs> Steve was sold on Destiny too. No, no, I'm not because I can remember in Destiny One the reason I didn't see that as that much of a draw was because it felt like when we played PvP, I, I wasn't leveling up quickly at all, and I had just the experience of being battered constantly by people who were way better at that game than me. So it was kind of double whammy constantly. Yeah. 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 So I've gone back and played the first Destiny, and I also didn't get any of the expansions, but I've gone back and played like just over the summer a couple times for an hour or two. And I really like the way... The gunplay is yes. still like as much as I am bored to tears of just fighting like wave after wave after wave after wave of enemy. And then and then ju- just to solve that problem and be like, oh, you know, the little floaty ghost downloads the or cr- yeah. cracks the encryption in the computer and you have to stave off the enemies that are coming in that and is, he finally does that it. is gone thankfully the missions Only, actu- yeah. the missions actually are have missions they, they actually have okay. goals and objectives and it's not and it's not go to this point and wait to kill three waves of enemies for the and then yeah. kill the boss who shows up do they have now, variety are you actually going are, like are you yes. running over it, the same the same it, areas the whole time are you fighting the same enemies no, no, no. There, so it's it is the same general enemies. There are some new types, but one of the nice things about this game, though, that they did is that you're constantly fighting more than one enemy type at a time. So, like in Destiny One, you would fight the Fallen on Earth, you would fight the Hive mm. on the Moon, you would fight the Vex on Venus, and the Cabal on Mars. This time around, you're fighting like two or three enemy types on each planet. So sometimes you'll be fighting multiple ones, and then there's a new race, which is basically like they call them the Taken, which is basically like souls of dead enemies not necessarily ones you've killed but it's basically they combine all the races into one race and so now you can fight like all sorts of different oh. types together so you might fight like gotcha. a, a cabal uh phalanx dude next to a vex goblin but they're both taken so they're on the same side and trying to kill you um but yeah the mission structure is different like they've there's an there's a mission where you basically get a tank and you're running through killing things um on the way oh, for cool. to another level um that sounds a little different anyway <laughs> yeah so there, there's a bu- yeah. there's a bunch of different stuff it's so far it's a lot better i still think once you get to the end game there's going to be some you know there will be probably be a little bit of monotony here and there but i am looking forward to doing the raids the raids were great in the, in the first game they took a lot of time and a lot of coordination but actually accomplishing it one and finishing it was great yeah. you're like oh my god i finally did it jesus christ yeah i don't think we ever got that far and if or if we yeah. did uh, you were probably just killing everything and we were just constantly <laughs> being killed by enemies yeah. who were 10 levels above us. But yeah, it's a, great, it's a fun game, guys. You should get it. Okay, so sell, <laughs> sell us on it. That's what I want to hear. All uh, this it, is well and good, but right now destiny. I'm just hearing this is an average game in 2017 that's slightly better than an average game in 2015. So they, so they, added, so they added another thing called, uh, it's a clan system. So you group up with other people you know, as part of like a clan, and the way it works is as as clan members do stuff, they add points to the overall clan points and therefore and you get rewards at the end of the week based on the performance of the entire clan. So That's if you've got cool. if you've got like a hardcore guy in your clan and you're just, a, you know, I play maybe like once or twice a week for like an hour, you know, you'll still get whatever the clan gets at the end of the week. But so, will you also get shamed into submission <laughs> for not pulling your weight? 
depends on your friends. Yeah, it depends on your have friends. You, have you been receiving a lot of abusive messages through uh, <laughs> PSN chat? No, so so far it's been pretty good. It hasn't been Rocket League levels of you suck, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> what a save. Yeah. So No, so far it's been good. I've had pretty good positive res- uh, reception with playing with randoms. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun so far. I, I really want to get this on PC. I know. Sorry. Have fun. We should really do it on PC. I'm trying to play Wolfenstein, and it's it's fun, but there's so many moments where I just panic and die because I can't fucking get the controller pointed right. Yeah, so you're playing Wolfenstein on PS4? I'm playing Wolfenstein on PS4 and playing Spec Ops on PC, and it's... I mean, like, the controls are serviceable. Like, I used to play exclusively, and I'm really detracting here from Destiny, but I used to play uh, uh, console shooters all the time, and so I get it. I know how to... but once you go to PC, it's just, you get so much more control. So like as much as I'd love to play destiny on the PS4 community, like I feel like I just have so much more fun with the mouse and keyboard. But yeah, part, part of the reason I like destiny is the community is actually really great. Yeah. They're really, that's what I'm afraid of missing. Yeah. There are a lot, a lot of helpful people, a lot of people that just kind of want to play along with you. It doesn't really matter if you're good or not. They'll just, they just want to play. And so it's, it's, yeah. it's great for that. I'm afraid if PC has a community, it's going to be more toxic than PS4. Maybe that's unfair, but yeah. Tends to uh, is go there that way. anything just, really to base that on? Or? Just just don't put PewDiePie in your clan. Uh, <laughs> that's not to talk about. No, I fuck it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. I don't want to give that shit shit stain any more coverage. So that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, think, yeah. Let's just all agree. There's no excuse for racist slurs ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that hopefully he disappears. I, I didn't know you were playing Wolfenstein on PS4, though. Yeah. Because oh. I, I bought it before I built my PC, like, way, way, way back. Yeah, I actually played it on PS4 as well. And it's funny you were saying about the controls, because I kind of enjoyed it on the controller for some reason. I thought it was a little bit forgiven. I since tried to play it on Uber uh, <laughs> Uber difficulty, oh. and I found it. It's like, you're, you're playing in the back of a car? <laughs> <laughs> How are you finding it, Elliot? Are you playing it on, like, normal or what? Yeah, just normal. Um, you getting through medium. it okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, it's you, but... <laughs> for, for the most part, yeah. I just, like, I, I go through pretty well, and then I'll get to some gunfight where I die multiple times, and you got to kind of learn it. And I'm on this this one where you have to destroy these, you know, the giant robots, like the Ed 209 things, and... There's like three of them. You blow them all up with helicopter miniguns. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you're like, that was the hard part. I'm done. And then I always die after because the swarm of enemies comes in <laughs> on foot. And I'm just like, I already did the hard part. And I've like, like I died many times before destroying those robots. And I finally got through that. And I keep dying after that. And then having to re- like, it's like the save the checkpoint is way, way, way back. Yeah. What uh, is, what man. is this scene? Where, whereabouts is this? You're in the tower after you meet the resistance group. You go into, yeah. you like crash into the, with oh, the car, right. and right. that guy takes you up there. Um, and then, yeah, you just like every gunfight in this building has been so hard, just like ramped up from all the previous ones. It's a pretty great game, uh, though, isn't it? Are you, it's are you so enjoying good. it? I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. It's just like, you know, this last time when the swarm of enemies came in after I destroyed all the robots. Um, 
I fucking like lost control of my stick and like and I tried to you know you hold R1 and you get the weapon wheel so you can choose what gun you want and I meant to choose one gun didn't realize I chose the one without ammo and I'm just like click 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 and then I'm dead <laughs> I'm like this wouldn't have fucking happened if I, it's just like two or three deaths in a row in this intense scene where that wouldn't have happened if I had a mouse I feel um, like we're doing this thing again though we've started talking about a game without talking about the game so. Josh, what's for Wolfenstein? <laughs> what, what's the full title? So Wolfenstein is the New Order. Is the is, it's not the it's not the latest. I guess technically there was the Old Blood, which is like an expansion after it. Yeah. Um. But uh, it stars B.J. Blazkowicz, and basically the what an awesome character. Do, they, can, we, can I just say really quick that the voice acting and the characters in this game are awesome? Yeah, they're yes. brilliant. They're so over the top and ridiculous. And yeah. But they're done well. Yeah, they're, they're well acted and it's genuinely funny at times. Even yeah. though it's mostly just completely schlocky and, you know, cheesy. And But it's it's so good. But like it starts out you going on a mission to go fight General Death's Head, who was actually in the old Wolfenstein games as one of the antagonists. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like, a, it's a botched mission. You go into like, I guess it's like a, like a vegetative state type type thing. You wake up like 40 years later or 20 years later or something like that. And the Nazis have taken over the world in some alternate history where they blew up Manhattan with a nuke. And it's really amazing. It's, oh yeah. They, yeah. they do that little like ticker tape. They do the little, uh, they yep. show you different newspapers, is it? Or yeah. how do they do that again? Yeah. Yeah. There's newspaper articles you can read around the place. It's, around, but, around the levels but don't they do like a little video to tell you what has happened or or how do they show you how do they i don't think they do i think no. you just pick it up you hear people mention because he you're okay sorry it's you. crazy yeah yeah like you you find out that he's been in a coma for like 19 years or whatever yeah and then he's like what and you're like what yeah you no know, I, I remember being shocked when i heard that like i didn't realize eons had passed while he was in it. like there was no montage of like Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah, when I when I originally booted up the game, I was like, this entire game takes place in this fucking castle. And then <laughs> it was like, oh, no, time skip. And I'm like, okay, here we go then. <laughs> I thought that too. And I was like, well, it is called Castle Wolfenstein. This must be it. It's yeah. not called and Castle, castle so Wolfenstein. <laughs> that was a different one. Yeah. yeah I, I, I know that there's a Castle Wolfenstein some, at some point in the canon. And so yeah, that's what yeah, I there was. assumed. Yeah. But yeah, I, I finished it on hard mode. It was great. Uh, last boss was kind of disappointing, but, um, overall I liked it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 if I'm comparing it to doom, since that was the last game I played doom was like controlled chaos. Whereas yeah. with like Wolfenstein, I had to be more, I was more methodical as I kind of walked through the levels. And yeah. And the out. stealth is really satisfying. It's satisfying. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Most of the time I just said, fuck it and started shooting everybody. Yeah. But, um, I, I actually, so I tried to do all the perks. So your perks are broken down into what is it like uh, stealth? Uh, there's just weapons. There's like, there's, there's like, I think there's, there's, yeah, there's mo- movement, demolitions, uh, energy, and uh, I think just regular. Oh, and d- dual wielding. I guess that falls under demo. But yeah, there's four different ones, I guess. Yeah, but it really, like, and every time you uh, level up one of the perks, so if you get, like, ten stealth kills or something, it unlocks throwing knives for a stealth kill. And then, so your your armory kind of builds up as you work with certain... Uh, with certain weapons and I, I found that really satisfying. I was like working to get every single perk in the entire game. Did oh, you yeah. do the same or did you just not care? 
I did not. I mean, I cared, but some of them I was just like, I'm like, I'm too busy just going through and be like, well, the best thing I've got is the assault rifle. Why don't I just use that the entire time? So yeah, I wasn't like, too worried about it either. I think I for me, what it was though was it was on PS4, and like if you got all the perks, gotta get the trophies. It kind of is though. <laughs> kind of was. It was knowing that you get a bronze for every single perk that you level up, and then I think you got a silver for every time you did an entire column, an entire tier. So if you did mm. all the demolition perk, you would get a you would get a silver one. I did kind of find that a real incentive. One of the reasons Did I you get them all? Did you like did you platinum? Did you get I, I uh, so I didn't platinum because I haven't beaten it on Uber difficulty yet. That was oh, another geez. reason why I kind of jumped back in. <laughs> but then I died so many times I was like, hmm, yeah. probably don't have the time to to give this. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Can't imagine. What was your favorite set piece in it so far, Elliot? Um, let's see. What have you done? Like, even tell us a bit. Have you done the prison yeah. breakout? Have you done? And that was the oh, other thing. Yeah. Like, do these happen in both the timelines? Because That's at one I, point yeah. it splits, and there's two different timelines. You have what, a choice that you can make. You I, I think I, there's very little. I think that changes. I, I was reading up on it. Um, yeah. I, I, Actually, Elliot and I did all the opposite ones, so he yeah. he went with Fergus, yeah. I went with Wyatt. Yeah, I was wondering if yeah, like the other timeline, the Nazis don't take over and it's a credit scroll. Yeah, everything was great. <laughs> so the, like, what the hell did this guy do? The only thing I, I can tell you is that it affects something towards the very end. Oh, okay. And, and even then, it's not that different; just a different cutscene, kind of. So yeah. The characters are so good in it too, though. Even the enemies I'm thinking about. Uh, what do you call the crazy lady who... Uh, Frau? Yeah, the Frau someone. <laughs> but she's just ridiculous and maniacal. And it's they're just so good. And Death's Head as well is fantastic. He's yeah. just Death's Head. What a great name. I know. Yeah. Everything on, about it is BJ so BJ Blaskowitz, come on. BJ Blaskowitz. Yeah, that whole opening, like... Uh, in the plane during the war and getting shot down was a fucking great set piece. Yeah. Um, the uh, one that cracked me up was when like the old man and his daughter are driving you through all these Nazi encampments mm-hmm. and you finally get through the last one and the robots attack. Yeah. And it's the first time you fight the robots and you're just like, you know, he's driving through, you jump on the car and you think you're about to get away and then this fucking machine just comes out of nowhere and he's just like robot <laughs> just go fly as if this happens all the time he's yeah. like there's the robot that we all know of it's like uh, okay i'll take care of it yeah i thought the the scene on the train as well where frau is like interrogating you or something or she's just oh. you think that she is but like that was she's so just intense. giving you the eye or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was so creepy and so well done. I just, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would enjoy this one in general. Elliot, what, what oh. do you think? Will you will you finish it? I'll definitely finish it. I'm liking it a lot. It's just like a few moments of frustration um, with, you know, and I wouldn't say, I'd say the difficulty is fair. Like it's, it's uh, challenging without being too hard. Like it's, yes, yeah. it's, it's a fair amount, but I'm just I think I'm just getting frustrated with um, controls and general stupid. I don't know. I think if I wasn't playing spec ops at the same time, which is going much better with much more controls with the mouse keyboard, uh, I wouldn't be as frustrated. But I am enjoying it so much. Um, It was a good pick. Yeah, I just got to fucking finish it. Uh, What about spec ops then? How are you getting through that? Um, I think I'm maybe 
halfway or a third of the way or so. Um, I feel like, as I mentioned to you before, that I've heard that there's a big twist at the end that makes you feel like an asshole. And uh, once you know that, as you go through, the foreshadowing gets really obvious. Um, so I feel like I've guessed it. So if you guys want to talk, I know you both finished it recently. Yep. It's like game number six that Josh finished. So if you guys uh, want to talk about it, I don't mind. But I, I'm still going to get through it either way. I mean, I think I'd rather wait till you finish it just because I know you haven't even hit the part yet. So I mean, not yeah, even, not even, yeah, not even the so. ending thing, but we can yeah. save it for later. I think there are so many important story bits that you haven't even touched yeah. on yet. So I guess yeah. we got to. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great game. I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather wait to talk about it until you're done. Uh, and in the meantime, though, you could totally play another game. Destiny 2. <laughs> or, or or whatever we end up picking for you. Oh, it's that time again, <laughs> everybody. We missed the last one because of PAX, but that's fine. We can we just do it this do it this week. Yeah, and I still haven't finished my games from the last one, so why not just add exactly add on to it? I'll pick a I'll pick a short one for you. Don't worry. Okay, I trust you guys. I guess that's your, we doing? that's your first oh. mistake. So we've all got uh, SNES Classic pre-orders. Not to brag about it, but to I'll, suggest I'll brag. That maybe we'll. Maybe, well, I mean. The news just came out that Nintendo is increasing shipments yeah, into yeah. 2018, and they're bringing back the NES Classic, so maybe it won't be as crazy of a thing. So that's great; more people get their hands on it, and maybe you could play along with us as we maybe pick some games from that. So for or me, that- for me, I've pretty much beaten most of the games on there already. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'll pick. I'm gonna and pick I'm something else. Thinking, I'm, I'm gonna make my way through them, but. Like, surely the ones that you would want to pick for people are ones which are, like, 200-hour-long games. Anyway, like, I feel like the obvious games that you want to pick for people are Super Mario World and uh, Final Fantasy VI. Uh, no, don't, don't worry about it. Well, Steve-O, remember, last week you had a two-hour-long game, so... And... You, you, you're, you, you, you're you were running on borrowed time. <laughs> uh, come on, there's bound to be lots of things in our backlogs even before then. And don't we have, like, a week... Before how, how long? Two weeks before it comes out. Yeah, it, so, it'll come out like right before our next episode goes up. So after we record it, so maybe we'll save it for the end of future backlog. But yeah, yeah. Let's, I'm just excited. Oh well, I gotta, I, I gotta change. To I gotta change mine for Steve. Then, damn it. Okay. And our, our whole thing about backlogs, like we started off playing all these classic NES or SNES games, and I was like, we should do that again. That was so much fun. But screw it, yeah. I'm still picking this for Steve. He can he can play it when it comes around. It's not okay. F. It's it's not FF six. Don't worry. It's not a long one. <laughs> okay. All right. So I guess I'm up first then. All right. I would rather be playing Beyond Good and Evil. I've been spinning my log forever, and I've meant to been play, meant to play it, and I've just oh, never man. really gotten around to doing it. So yeah, it's a great game. Great characters. Kind of funny and charming. Yeah. And it's still got really interesting graphics. I mean, the worlds are obviously really small at this point because they're so old, but Graphics are kind of cool and colorful. Yeah, I've heard, I heard a lot of good things. It seems to have, I think it's more of like a cult following, but it's all like really positive stuff about it. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. I do want to play that as well. So, yeah. So, all right. If I'll, uh, so, Beyond Good and Evil's for me. What about you guys for me? Hmm. Am Elliot? I going up next? Yeah, you're up, yep. Elliot. Okay. I actually haven't picked a game for you, so I'm going to throw out... One that I see on your list here as I scroll through it. <laughs> oh, Josh, I'm going to pick 
limbo for you. Okay. I, I've, yeah, that's pretty good. I've p- started playing it on, I think I played it on like my phone for a bit. <laughs> it's it. It's on iOS? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And everything's on fucking iOS now. I know. Like the new That Game Company game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's not exclusive. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Um, it's just starting out like a timed exclusive for iOS. Yeah. All right. So I, big deal. I can do Limbo. That's That's not bad. I've got one that might be a little fun for you as well. Um, <laughs> Josh, you're potentially going to be playing in... Have I picked this? I don't think I've picked this for you. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Ooh. It's one that I have to play myself as well. Yeah, so. I started it. I need to get back to finishing it. But damn it, you have to break out the PS3. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, God. All right. Well, if I roll a one, then I'm going to play Beyond Good and Evil. If I roll a two, I'll play Limbo. And if I roll a three, I'll be playing Metal Gear Rising. Go Metal Gear Rising. Steve, I was always going to pick for me anyway. Yep. God damn it. (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) Mad skills. Mad skills me. All right. So Metal Gear for me. God damn it. All right. Now I got to break out the PS3. Okay. All right. So. All right. Elliot, for you. Actually, no, you can, you can go. Tell you, what would you rather play? Oh, let's see. I actually, I, I spent the last couple seconds picking Steve-O's game, and I haven't picked one for me. So, I'm going to go with... Destiny 2. Uh, I know. <laughs> I really should. I should. Um, I hope this isn't too long. That's How long she is said. your... <laughs> <laughs> she ever said that. I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Ah, that's interesting. That was one that I considered given. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be, that'll <laughs> yeah. be interesting. I haven't played that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, good luck, <laughs> Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. You know how tempted I am to pick Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance for you, <laughs> just so you that I pick- can. I can recreate. Just see if that happens again. <laughs> that worked out so well this time as far yeah, as who actually finished like it. Since you're so incapable of uh, finishing games, <laughs> I'm going to instead pick something significantly shorter. Um, <laughs> I am going to give you Undertale. Hey. Cool okay. little uh, indie game. I th- Josh, did I things. pick that for you at one point? Did I pick uh, it? No, I picked it for me. No, you me picked it for yourself. Point. You picked yeah. it for yourself and didn't get it. Yeah, no, Undertale is good. I haven't, I haven't finished it. I'm about halfway through, probably, or maybe three quarters. But I need to knock that out too. Yep. All right, Elliot. For you, then. I oh no! Got... Wait, I didn't mean to pick that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Elliot, <laughs> can I change it? Uh, sure. We haven't rolled yet. Go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. I'm glad I got this in. Okay, Elliot. So, well, I just have to confirm that you have this on a certain. Uh, game system, and then I'll pick it for you. Okay. Do you have Gears of War? On I do. Do you have it on Xbox 360? I do. Okay. Then... But I also have Ultimate Edition on Windows 10. Yeah, but I don't have it on Windows 10, but I do have Gears of War on Xbox One that I can uh, play with you. Co-op. Co-op. And I think with Xbox One, we could use Mixer to stream it. Oh, shit. I have to buy Xbox Live, don't I? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you get this, then you have God to buy Xbox Live. Okay, Gears of War it is. 
All right, Gears of War, there for Steve. Okay, Elliot, I I also wanted to pick a short game for you since you're terrible at finishing games. So uh, this one probably take you, I don't know, maybe like five hours, maybe six, depending on how long you go. Um, but it's a it's an old PS one classic. You got um, it's called uh, Silent Hill. Oh fuck you! <laughs> it's been can we? It's been three di- three. It's been three backlog roulettes since the last time I did it. I'm bringing it back. Oh <laughs> There's two questions here. Well, one. Is he allowed to do that? Yes. And and two, uh, will Elliot play it if he gets it? He said he's already started it, so I know he's... He, I he's know, but it. he hasn't played it, and he hasn't played any of the games. We have to try and encourage <laughs> this useless bastard I've to play some games. played. I just haven't finished. I know, so here we Let's go. Let's make it clear. I, I want him to finish it. What do you think, Elliot? He doesn't get a say. <laughs> so, no games have been repeated yet. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little hurt that we had to start with that one. I told you on the very first episode, I was going to make you play Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't work, and I thought we were just going to move on. Okay, Ellie, <laughs> okay, Ellie. fine, sorry. It's so, fine, all, right, all right, Silent Hill 2. It's oh. <laughs> all right, fine, Silent Hill, that's fine. All right. It's, it's been it's been 10 episodes. I think we're all right. <laughs> so, so if you roll a one, you get Silent Hill. If you roll a two, you get uh shit. What did you pick, Elliot? Sorry for yourself. What did I what did I pick? <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Uh, OK, I found the one I almost picked. And then <laughs> oh, I Castlevania. 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 Lord's Shadow. Lord of Shadow. If you get that at the two and if you roll a three, you get to play Gears of War with Steve. Oh, God, come on, too wrong channel come on okay. one okay so fuck's sake one is one is silent hill two is one, castlevania, three again. Three is castlevania. come on three again come on three again yes yes for fuck's yes! sake okay. it was bound to happen at some point yes fuck everything i quit you knew this I'm day was coming Elliot. i'm off you guys <laughs> In you fairness, edit your own episodes. This is oh. what you get for not beating your games. I feel like you brought this on this is, yourself. This is a punishment. Yeah. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Everything. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm not going to stream this. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, stream it. Yeah, that's great. You got it. It's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just, can you stream it? Because you can't stream. I don't have an Elgato, so I obviously would have to do it through. You do PSEXE. Market means. Exactly. Yeah, but you already you own the game. Oh, yeah. I can send you my I do game. own the game, yeah. but do you have it on Steam or is it on Steam? No, it's not. No, it's on PSN. Oh. Okay. Well, you actually you might <sighs> you might be able to, but I'm not sure. But all right. I'd rather play it on Vita. It's less scary on the smaller screen. There you go. All right, Steve O, you're up. Um why don't you tell me what I have to play first? All right, so Steve O, if you roll me roll one, I would want you to go you're gonna break out the SNES classic you're gonna get, and you're gonna play Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is that even Ooh. beatable? How many? How many levels? How many years? It's about as it's beatable. Like, yeah, it's like Super Mario World levels, like type type of. Oh, like it's Super Mario World yeah. is unbeatable. There's about a million levels in it. No, there's no th- Donkey Kong yeah, Country is short enough. You should be fine. It's it's shorter than that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's got a clear beginning and end. It's not like. Bonus world, Star World. Yeah, or yeah I know, I know what the beginning is, me being terrible at. I know what the end is, me being terrible at. <laughs> okay, well, get to the end and tell us how terrible you are. <laughs> there you go. All right, Elliot. 
Steve-O, for you, I pick a game that I haven't finished but got pretty far in, which is probably my life story. <laughs> um, it is. So I can at least talk to you about it a little bit. Uh, a, a little game called Mirror's Edge. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good call. I've got that on uh, Xbox One backward compatible, so oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind playing that on there. Mirror's Edge isn't bad. Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. And... What am I going to pick for myself here, guys? I feel like I want something with a good story. Something that I'll enjoy playing through. Hmm. Silent Hill? Uh, have I already... Final Fantasy. <laughs> have I already picked this one? Let me see. Um, okay. I'm going to pick one that Ellie bought me as a present, actually. He gifted me it on Steam. I'm going to go for Soma. Oh, Jesus. Here. I thought you were going to say Hyperdimension Neptunia. Uh, Maybe you should have saved the horror games. I for could have much. said that if I'd ever heard those words before. <laughs> yeah, so Soma, it's meant to be, it's from the makers of Amnesia. It's meant to be pretty yeah. creepy and a yeah. bit of a yeah. mindfuck. Uh, but it's meant to have a good story, I think. So, yeah. All so right. I'm going for it. Yeah, I think I, I think I have that too. I've been meaning to play it. Maybe, maybe no. I'm running thinking inside. I don't know. I have one of those. Um, all right. If you roll a one, you get Donkey Kong Country. If you roll a two, you get... Why can I never remember what Elliot says? Uh, God. <laughs> mirror's, uh, mirror's, mirror's Edge. edge. Mirror's Edge. And if you roll a three, you'll play Soma. Okay. One, two, three, go. What did I get? Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong yes. Country isn't even a story. This doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm going to play Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> And I guess I'm going to wait about for two weeks until my SNES Classic appears. And then I'm going to play Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> you can knock it See out. See what you did, Josh? You picked both of our games and we fucking hate you. I know. <laughs> yeah. This is glorious. <laughs> this is glorious. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So I, that's, I'll, that's the way I'll, the dice rolls sometimes. I'll be playing Metal Gear Rising. It's okay. I got to break out my PS3, which I hate you guys for. You get to play Metal Gear fucking Rising. I know. Yeah, but you get to play the classic Silent Hill. And mm. Steve-O gets to play the other classic Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're all playing. See see what I'm giving but, you guys? I'm giving you guys uh, life. Oh. <laughs> no. Give me death. Constant death. <laughs> Many deaths. I'm just glad that yeah. the SNES Classic is going to have like a state save. I'm just going to yeah. cheat my way through it. No. I started playing Donkey Kong Country again on the Wii U uh, virtual console like a couple of years ago. And I'm still kind of when I am just killing time, getting a couple levels in here and there. And it's fucking impossible without safe states. Yeah. It's completely fucking impossible. I start off <laughs> being like, I'm not going to use any safe states until there's because there's mid-level checkpoints. I'm only going to use them then. By the end, I use them like after every jump that I successfully made. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm going to do something similar. It's fucking doable. Steve, I'll, I'll, I'll even play it along with you, Steve-O. Uh, yeah, will you give me tips and stuff like you did with Mega Man 2? No. Do you want them? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what did you mean by play along with me? Oh, you meant that you <laughs> would just beat the game while I didn't beat the game. Yes, basically. No, yes. no, I'm good. <laughs> you, No, I don't want that. It's hard. It's <laughs> harder than... It's, it's I, hard, Josh. I'm sure... It's hard. You can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh sometimes forgets he's just better at games. <laughs> it's it's a good game. I think you'll enjoy it. It, it will be oh, frustrating at times, but you will also be like, okay, I can do this. I'll All right, definitely so, give it a go. 
All right, so we got our <laughs> games. So, uh, Elliot, what you got for us? Should we wrap this up? I think yeah. that's a cast. Is that what you meant? I th- although, Elliot, you have an announcement for everybody. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm <laughs> so proud. Again. Who is the father this time? This time, it's me again. Um, that joke's going nowhere quickly. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> Mental note, don't put Elliot <laughs> on the spot. Uh, so we're going to be uh, going to our very first convention in which we are setting up our own booth and it'll be uh the lexicon convention which is uh if you haven't guessed a book convention a library kind of convention it's uh it's gonna be in um someplace in maryland like the lexington park library the lexington park library in lexington, lexington maryland park. <laughs> lexington park it's on october 7th um, so if you are in the Maryland area, come by and see us. We'll have a booth set up. Um, There'll be a that's po- all we really be a pod- know at this time. You guys will have a podcast forum too, like a talk. Oh yeah. I just meant in terms of what our booth will contain. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be taking part in a, uh, panel, a podcast panel. It's just us and the, uh, same team, y'all podcast people, right? I think so. Yeah. It's just, it's just the four of us. Um, you should check them out sitting too. up there. Yeah. Yeah. Same team. Y'all is a great podcast. Uh, friends of the show um, have been really helpful with a, a lot of stuff with helping us get started as well. They are. Uh, what are they? What, are, what, we, what would you call them, Steve? A great bunch of lads. Yeah. <laughs> they are right on cue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, come by, shoot us some questions uh, at the panel and we'll answer them for you. So Stop by the booth. Noon to four, hands, right? Our, Yes, it's from noon to four. So it's a sh- very short con. The panel's only 30 minutes. Um, but uh, we're very excited. And uh, yeah, it should be an awesome time. As many of you as we can. I should yeah. be there too. Josh doesn't love us as much as we love him. So no. despite the fact that we went all the way to Seattle for him, he will not be coming here for the. He won't be there. <laughs> maybe we can. Maybe he can call in on Skype or something. There you we can go. Just yeah. put, him, put him on a giant monitor behind us. <laughs> It'll be really, really creepy. I feel like that that would suit him perfectly. Be very nineteen eighty four ish. We'd of course mute mute the TV and then I think good to go. Yes, <laughs> he he could just look angry and frustrated mm-hmm. and like yell yap about in the background a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll remind you again because we'll have another episode on before um, we go to the uh, convention. But um, like and subscribe. I- and check out our website, ratherbecast.com. Is that it, Elliot? Yes. That's the one. What's the Twitter? Official Twitter? At RBPcast is our official Twitter account. We each have our own, at RBP Josh, RBP Stevo, and RBP Elliot. Uh, check us out on the website that they said, ratherbecast.com. All our information's there. You can get links to our Twitch, Facebook, all sorts of things there. Please oh, like there. and share the podcast with yes. everyone that you know, even people who don't like games but just love smooth Irish accents. Pass it on to them. <laughs> they deserve to hear us too. Yes. Yes, they do. It's true. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys, for doing, doing that ending for me. <laughs> Needed the help. Um, he's just still he's still a little verklempt after hearing he has to play Silent fucking Hill. Fucking Silent Hill. Usually Josh's um, cat would be uh hanging around helping you out at this point, wouldn't he? True, yeah. yeah. She's somewhere. Meow meow, buddy. Meow meow.
God, that was creepy. That was really weird. We can edit that out. No, we're not. (laughs) Maybe we won't. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. See you, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everybody.